and one of the most mature children, waited patiently, her long hair in plaits, while her mother pushed her baby brother's pram backwards and forwards. Emma was holding onto Olaf's lead, the cocker spaniel puppy smelling the shoes of everyone around him, his tail wagging constantly. I'm letting them in now, Alison said. Cat's wave froze in midair, and her stomach lurched. The small dog brought her thoughts back to her bag and what was inside. Won't be a sec, Cat called as she hurried out of the room. Alison sighed loudly and flung open the double doors. Cat's handbag was on the floor, halfway across the office and making progress towards the door. What if Alison had seen it first? Would she have called the police, thrown it outside? Cat knew then that her plan hadn't just been stupid, it had been mind-numbingly ridiculous. She scooped the bag up, undid the zip further, and a black button nose snuffled to the opening, followed by a fluff of grey fur and then two dark eyes looking up at her. Her heart stopped pounding and started to melt, as it always did when she saw Disco. Her neighbour Elsie's miniature schnauzer puppy. Shh, Disco, she whispered. We're going into the other room now, so you're going to have to be really still and really quiet. Cat followed her instructions with a treat from her pocket, knowing how futile they were. You didn't have to be a dog expert to know that being still and quiet were two things that did not come naturally to a puppy. She put a handbag over her shoulder and, as casually as she could, went back into the classroom. Alison was removing coats and hats, assisted by parents who were reluctant to let their young children go, even for a few hours, and she gave Cat a meaningful backward glance. Cat placed her handbag at the back of the craft area, as far away from the carpet as possible. The bag emitted a tiny yelp, and Cat stuck her hand in, ruffled Disco's thick, warm fur, and zipped it half closed. Cat! Alison called, her voice high and tight. Any chance of some help? Cat hurried to the door and welcomed the children in, taking their outer layers off and helping them to hang them on the multicoloured coat hooks. Emma bent down to say goodbye to Olaf, and Alison appeared next to her, her short frame still imposing for a four-year-old. Come on, Emma, she said. Leave the dog now. Time to go inside. Emma's mother put her hand on her daughter's shoulder. He's called Olaf. Right, Alison said. Well, we can't have dogs inside. Some of the children are allergic. You mean you're allergic to fun, Cat muttered under her breath. Behind her, Peter, three years old, let out a bubble of laughter, his blue eyes bright with mischief. Shh, she said, don't tell on me. She gave Peter a grin and sent him off to the carpet. Emma took off her coat and Cat could see she was blinking furiously, trying to force the tears back to where they'd come from. Cat resisted the urge to give her a hug. She knew Emma wouldn't want that, and a stronger urge to let Disco out delight all the children and send Alison into meltdown. She watched as the nursery owner let the last of her charges in, closed the door and ran slender hands over her hair and skirt, before turning to face the children and clapping her hands. They assembled on the carpet, Alison at the front on one of the beanbags, Cat cross-legged in the middle with children clustered around her. She was wearing a red and white flower print dress over leggings and boots, and had painted her nails the colours of Smarties, knowing that the children would love them. Sure enough, they were soon pulling her hands towards them, 
running their fingers over the smooth, bright surfaces. Alison took the register and explained that their activity was called What's That Sound? She started shaking a pair of pink plastic maracas. The children squealed and giggled and reached out towards the box of instruments. No, children, Alison said, holding up a finger. I'm going to give you a musical instrument each, but you have to help me say what sound it's making first, right? She shook the maraca again. What's this? Snakes! Andrew shouted. It sounds a bit like a snake's rattle, doesn't it? Excellent. A few of the children mimicked the noise. Good. She handed out maracas to some of the children. It sounds like sand, Emma said. That's excellent, Emma, Alison said. Can you think what might be a bit bigger than sand? Emma thought for a moment.